Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of Reboot Already Underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Be- Aaron Becker. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's restart ha! that one. We have become one entity. You know what? Let's not even restart it. Aaron Han Ima- is what I meant to imagine, say. Imagine a David and Aaron combo. It would, oh. it would be incredible. It would be the best person who ever lived. It ever. would be. Because and joining us again. Let me, t- let me tell you why. <laughs> joining us again because... after his week off, David. David Becker. Hello, Thank David. You. Wait, no, you need you need to tell me why now, dude. No, well, tell him. Well, I just want to get your name out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I my athletic ability trumps you, Aaron. I uh, that's a Wait, safe. Is that is that a safe? That's, that's a safe, safe that's, assumption. That's, yeah. But um, but you have the drama and the acting and, and all of the um higher thinking. <laughs> wow! Um, wow! Just throwing himself under the bus on that one. <laughs> but 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 see what I had? I had like the dark, warped, higher thinking to it. So like it met. So like you know how all geniuses walk on that fine line between crazy and genius. I'm gonna. I'll push us to that line. Well, yeah. we got a great show for you guys today. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about a Netflix show for pitch it and pitch it or ditch it. Uh uh, we, we got Jackie coming up. I'm very excited for Jackie. But first, guys, I went to go see Moana this week. Uh, a, a Disney film, as it were. Um, and da- David now is actually joining on the Harambe memes on the other side of the video. Um, but no. a, a Disney film with music, uh, musical numbers, uh, enjoyable film overall. We'll talk about it later. But that got me thinking, what are your guys' favorite Disney musical numbers. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Oh, yeah. my soul. Kirk was on a road. Um, and so I, we each have two. We're going to go around. Uh, I'll, guess, I'll just start. Uh, mine are going to be a little... Not what other people might choose. Unconventional? <laughs> unconventional, yeah. I, I mean, I was that gonna the say word that. you were looking for? I was going to say unorthodox, if you but think, I was if, like, eh. If you think about unconventional, isn't unconventional just an unconventional word to use? Aren't we all unconventional? Anyway. And therefore, conventional. <laughs> My, uh... Put me and Aaron together, man. <laughs> oh, that would truly be unconventional. <laughs> By God's standards, um, or no? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just by cloning. I mean, you'd have to take both. You know, clone both of you. It would be. It would just be messy. Uh, you know, a lot of red tape to cut through. Um, anyway, that was a weird side thing. Uh, my first pick uh, is the song "One Last Hope" from Hercules, uh, sung by the one and only. Guys, say it with me. Danny DeVito. No one said it was you. I know. We, Aaron, you and I did so well last week with the Say It With Me, Aaron. <laughs> you know, we worked together. <laughs> good. Um, Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny crap, DeVito. Boy. Yeah, he was late. Crap, <laughs> my bad. If I had to pick the Disney movie with the best music overall, every song is good. It would have to be Hercules. Um, no. I, don't think I can't even name one I don't think song there's... from Hercules. That's how, yeah. One Last Hope, Won't Say I'm In Love. Go the distance, zero to hero, all great, all great songs. <laughs> but uh, but the uh, film you would name would be Lion King. 
if you're going for all of them being great. I there's right, only right, one good easy. song in Lion let's King, talk, and it's be prepared. The one that trumps them all. Guys, nice we're not movie. there yet. Cool. We're not there. <laughs> doesn't count. What do you mean it doesn't count? I guess it counts. I guess it counts. I, I, you know what? You want me to venture into Star Wars, like the new Star Wars movie? Because that's made by Disney, technically, so that I can use that entire soundtrack. If you want to get there. If there is a musical number in Star Wars Rogue One, I will lose my mind, and that's it. I will just lose it. I'll be like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> but anyway, one last hope. So, uh, it, it's Phil, you know, the little centaur i guess he's not a centaur he's a whatever mr tumness is um Uh, yeah and uh the song itself it's one of like the you know training montage kind of sillier songs but when you like really like dig into it it's kind of like a sad song as well he's like this is my last chance and then i'm gonna die so you better be good at this (laughs) it's like it's kind of dark um but then it's danny devito doing the vocal quality oh it's it's top notch that's top notch. It's- Have you heard this, Devin? Or not? Back back in the glory days. Like uh, I've seen the horse like, well. twice. Yeah. Um and yeah, even just as like a kid, the uh, visuals behind it, you know, as like little training montages. Uh it was always one of my favorite parts of the movies, you know, seeing him go from zero to hero. Bless my soul, Herc is on a roll. Other words to that song. Uh, <laughs> but uh Clearly not the best if you can't even remember all the words. You know, it's a little hard. Ooh. 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 Excuse me, David. Ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just one of the ones that I've always, like, really loved. And I know it's not, like, the best, but it's always been one of my favorites. So. And Hercules is way better than The Lion King in every way. Aaron. No. What no. do you got for us? I think, yeah, I think you know what I've got yeah, for you. I, I guessed one of them. At I mean, least for the for the first pick. And I, I agree. I agree on this one. Well, now you're going to make me say something different just so you are, no, it's you've not, already agreed to it. No, so now I have to change my pick to something you hate. Wh- why? <laughs> just go for just it. Moment. No, but my first pick is Hellfire mm-hmm. from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Who sings it's, that one? Who does sing that one? I mean, Frollo. Frollo sings the uh, the character Frollo sings, but I don't remember the actor. I'll look him up. Off the top of my head, just just which one was Frollo? I haven't seen Hunchback in a while. Either. He's the villain. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now I know the the scene and the song they're speaking. Of. Yeah. So this is the really <laughs> really dark song that every time you watch this or listen to it, you're just like, how did this make this into a kids movie? G-rated. Like how? G-rated. How was this ever okay by the MPAA? Because it is quite dark. Tony J is his name. Tony J, yes. Also in Beauty Does and the Beast. Does it great job. What? He was also in Beauty and the Beast. That's who? Uh, Monsieur. Is it Monsieur Le Maire? No, Monsieur Le Maire. That's something completely different. Monsieur Le Maire. That's that's from uh, that's from uh, uh, Les Misérables. <laughs> Mixing up my things. Uh, I'm trying to see what year. What year was Beauty and the Beast? Oh, he was. I'm gonna get there. 
boys. I'm going to get there. He was Monsieur de Arque. Oh. No clue. Anyway, let's keep, just move on. Aaron, what do you like about anyway, this song? <laughs> and this I love number? that it is so unbelievably dark in a kid's movie. Because it's basically all about his lust. Yep. And it, for Esmeralda, and then just how he needs... <laughs> he needs it's, <laughs> it's completely inappropriate for... Uh, for children to listen to, yeah. and that's why it's so good. But I mean, even the visuals in in the musical number really great. Like the, uh, I guess they're supposed to be like demons or whatever that uh, kind of line the halls, judging him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Really, again, really dark for a kids movie. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, this is one of the better ones. I don't know that I would go. It's one of my favorites, but it is like one of the better ones Disney's ever made. Um, considering all the other music in that movie, not very good. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great film overall, and definitely no. not one of the top Disney films. Yeah, they missed and, the actual uh, ending of Hunchback of Notre Dame when he climbs in the grave with Esmeralda and dies laying by her body, because that's how the book ends. So why didn't Disney go for a true ending of the book? God, I, I don't know. I mean, they got... I, I wonder why. I, with as dark as they went with this song. They should have just finished should've it. should have just gone all in. I mean, obviously, they had free reign to do whatever at that point. Because I was like, mean, oh, I want I, I want to have sex with this girl. Or, oh, she's going to go to hell. I mean, like, this is our G-rated movie right here. David. David, what have you got for us? What's your first um, one? I kind of already prefaced what movie this is from. But I'm choosing. It's from High School Musical and it is Breaking Free. And man, what a musical number that is! Talk, talk I, about it. I, I've never seen this, so I have no you, idea. What you, you're you've thinking. never seen. I've seen. I've it. never. I've never seen, seen High School Musical. My sister no. loved it. Aaron, this this has to be like on a list of things you gotta watch. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, one, doesn't. two, and three. Just, just because if you're gonna round out your Disney franchise, you gotta watch High School Musical. That's a big part of it. Duh, David. What sorry. do you love about I, it? I'll but, put it. I'll put it on a list. I don't keep on this, but... It doesn't have to be high priority. It just has to be there. So like, I'll oh, go on I'll Netflix. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah, that's your homework. But right, Next podcast, <laughs> everyone. Look forward to Aaron's thoughts on the High School Musical trilogy. <laughs> no, only the first two are on Netflix. Oh, no. I'll have to buy the third one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I like is because... It is basically at the climax of the movie, and it's where Troy and Gabriella truly find out, like, is this what they want? Is this what they're going to do? It's this great big musical number, and she's the geek, and he's the basketball star. And I, I, like, I think the lyrics are probably the best in this track compared to all the other tracks. But, you know, lyricism wasn't very strong in that <laughs> movie at all. <laughs> but, hey, I, th- I like this one. And um, Zach Efron does some really weird dance moves. But you know what? It works. I guess. And, and then, and then uh, Vanessa Hudgens does this like twirly thing with her dress that I think was supposed to be girly. But, you know. Katniss. She twirls oh, her dress. Oh, okay. She twirls her dress. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I was like, she wasn't in that movie, Jay. No, no. <laughs> 
Um, Speaking of Candace, I remember her like going on read when I read the book. Like she talked about twirling her dress for like two pages. I feel like. No, I don't remember that I don't at all. That was too yeah. Seems ridiculous. I think they would have lost me at that point. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> I don't need to read this. Why? It, we don't need this to be like some J.R.R. Tolkien type writing where we talk about the lay of the land for a whole chapter. I'm, I think I'm good. We don't need that. <laughs> but uh, um, it's it's my favorite song. So I think it's my favorite song out of the entire trilogy. So it it gets way out there. I liked the one where they play baseball and there's some weird oh. sexual tension between uh, yeah. uh, Lucas uh, Gabriel and uh, the guy from it, it's, it's called I Don't Dance. Yeah. But like you can obviously tell they were trying to going to like try to make them a couple, but then Disney's like, We can't have gay people and then they're like, Never mind <laughs> like it, it's really strange. Just watch that in scene a, and in, be like in a high oh, school oh. in a high school um drama because they're all like drama kids and like it's weird like oh yeah like i don't know and that's why you also, can hate disney also um what's his face the guy i think his name is chad or whatever yeah chad that's right chad his what girlfriend was actually like 30 when they shot the movies oh my god she's in high school i that think that doesn't really, surprise me that's, i'm like yep great casting disney like she could be a high schooler guys uh, let's move on to our second picks. My second pick, this is one that I think you guys probably haven't even thought of since 1999. Uh, this is the hit Tarzan song, Trash in the Camp, uh, sung by oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. <laughs> and my God, was this one of my favorite things when I saw this movie. That's when they were banging on the pans yeah. and just like going, to, yeah, that, that was a banger back in the day. Oh, I know, right? So maybe I'm not completely wrong in thinking this is one of the great Disney songs. Um, you know, it's like the music is fun, the lyrics are non-existent, but it's just like the brief moment of fun in that film before a man accidentally hangs himself in the trees. You know, it's just that kind of thing that we're looking for. <laughs> because why does Tarzan end like that? That's so dark. Um... But yeah, Watch it, twist. that's how the new movie ends, too. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Tarzan. But Tarzan's the one who keeps struggling at the vines. It, they really went for it on that one. Um, but it, it's just, you know, it's just a fun time. You're just watching him bang on the things, and then Tantor, he picks up the thing from the gramophone, which, not how it works. He would never be able to sound like a trumpet with that. But you gotta suspend your disbelief a little bit. And then he dips in the soapy bucket, and then it sounds like he has a mute in the trumpet, and you're like, oh gosh, this is one of my favorite scenes in Disney. You don't know how well a gorilla's lips work. You could definitely Tantor make that. Tantor was the trumpet. elephant, excuse me. <laughs> was the elephant? Why yeah. is this a debate? Oh, then the elephant could have definitely made that into a trumpet. Simply. Like, <laughs> Why is this a debate? <laughs> They're talking animals. <laughs> Listeners, email us. Let us know. Email us. <laughs> Could Tantor play the trumpet with a gramophone? <laughs> Aaron, what's your second pick? By far the most unrealistic part of that entire movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree, personally. Aaron, yep. what's your second pick? A second pick? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot to pick from. I just picked. I never. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with 
I'll make a man out of you. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was mine. That was mine. Oh, that was yours. Uh, you yes. want to pick another one? What do you mean? Well, no, not you. That's... I'm talking about Aaron since that was David's. I don't know. Well, what if I, what if we, why can't we share the glory? Well, We're you can't share. Everybody wants to talk about Aaron Becker. One. Whatever. This is already a thing. Aaron, Aaron Becker thinking, it. right, going on right here. 30 Go started. Go for it. Um, let me, let one. me start off with. This is, I want to say this is beautifully choreographed, but I mean, it's animated, so I can't say. I'm sure some choreographers were like, yo, we gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta have the large man who eats all the food do cartwheels on rocks on a river. Like, this needs to be mm-hmm. this this shot. Mm-hmm. Tranquilizing yeah, I, forest, but a fire within. Once you find your center, some, you are sure to win. There's something about the song that just always gets me going. I'm like, yep, I need, I need to do some physical activity. I need to go, like, Right, as, soon, as soon as it starts and you're just like yes let's yeah. get down to business <laughs> I'm, like, I'm ready I, I now that now that i'm thinking about this i should play this song before i write every single paper <laughs> let's should. get to type the puns da, 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 da. <laughs> do you type puns in your paper <laughs> why not only the, good, only, the, point. only the good ones that's a good point but yeah yeah, I'm I'm about to about to make the entire track. I'm gonna come back next week. I'm gonna read it to you guys because I'm not gonna sing it. Oh, okay. But I'll, I'll, I'll read it. All right. Oh, that's not know. committing enough, dude. Next well, week, we'll see. Sing it. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll bust out the guitar. We'll we'll work together on this one, David. <laughs> It'll be a joint effort. <laughs> Can you learn? I'll make a man out of you. Oh, I already guitar? know it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I know like a ton of Disney songs on my inside. <laughs> It's just the chords. I mean, it's not like it's I'm just doing like three. Like, it's three power chords the entire time. Yeah. Du, 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 du. I can see it. Ah, guys, yeah. Aaron, what do you want to say about this? Because I yeah. kind of just talked about it for a while. I mean, no, that's pretty much it. It's just so inspirational. You're just like this is this is you know getting me pumped. I mean, you know, obviously a bit sexist, but that's kind of the point. That's you the know? point of the whole movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah. Why? <laughs> you sure? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. but that's kind of the point. So it's an, it's acceptable. See, what I think we should do. Oh, maybe I'll make this my Netflix. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. What I think we should do is since we're talking about all these Disney movies, I want to like video play these like songs randomly, like in public places, and see if like people start dancing to them or start like. That would be interesting. Just what? like flash mobs. A, a, uh, a David social experiment. <laughs> now, might I, might I also say, a girl worth fighting for. Really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Mulan songs in general are pretty Mulan, good. The, not a fan Mulan of reflection. Movie was really not good. a fan of reflection. Too you don't slow. like reflection? Too slow. Too boring. It was, I mean, yeah. Okay. Same but thing with the got- beauty and the beast song. It's like, oh my god, can we get some fast-paced music in here? I'm watching a kids movie, not a soap opera. Well, that's why they have they followed up without "Make a Man Out of You." Yeah, and then the, and then they just had to throw Mushu in there. Like, why did? Oh man, Mushu's like, the best. Mushu is phenomenal. <laughs> Mulan. I want to go watch Mulan now. Oh yeah, Mulan is fantastic. You know what I don't want to watch? What that live-action version they're making. It won't happen. It's, it already has a release date. It won't happen. It's Guys, going to happen, Lizzie. Yeah, let's oh. move on. 
to the upcoming movies of the week. I don't do exorcisms. I don't use religious methods to treat the symptoms. I go inside the victim's mind to treat the disease. Uh, a particularly short week this week. Uh, just two movies. Uh, let's start with the one that's guaranteed to be trash. Uh, Incarnate. What's this one about? Aaron, I believe I showed you the preview. Oh, I don't remember if you had, but I watched it on my own okay. anyway. And right. so this movie looks terrible. Like, yeah. so bad. It like, looks... what are you doing with your life, Aaron so, Eckhart? Let's explain it to David. It is Inception, but with horror elements and really dumb from what we can tell. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron uh... Eckhart is an exorcist. And he enters the mind of this demon possessed dude. Yeah, so he, okay. of the demon. And it just it looks really, really trashy. Uh, like yeah. how is this how did this get a weekend to itself? Like was like no one like we can't take we can take that on? I mean uh, like someone did and it's gonna be great, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Well that was that's only a limited release. This is no. the only wide release of the weekend. Don't do this to me, Aaron. What? I was looking forward to this. <laughs> no, it's that's <laughs> uh anyway, anyway. Um we'll get there. Uh yeah, Incarnate uh first saw the preview before like lights out or something and I'm like, well, I won't be seeing that. I'm sure that's coming out around October. No, not October, uh, December. Why? Yeah, as, but... he, as he was watching Lights Out, he said, "Oh, I'm not going to see this crappy movie when he goes see Lights Out." Oh, Lights Out was great. Did you see Lights Out, Devin? No, I just like giving Jake crap about it. Oh, I was gonna say it, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I just I'm I'm not feeling this one. I won't go see it. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll wait till it gets it. stellar reviews. <laughs> it's not going no. to. It's going to do so poorly. I I'm calling it now. It's like there's no doubt in my mind that this is gonna bomb at the box office and get terrible reviews. Do you think this will have a worse we open? Wait, do you think this? Sorry. Do you think this will have a worse opening weekend than Rules Don't Apply did? I don't know. There's a possibility, I think. God, I can't believe Rules Don't Apply only made $2 million this opening weekend. It made but it's from, it, it's from the director of quite a few uh, masterpieces here. Oh, you got uh, San Andreas. Oh, God. Yes. You got Journey to the Mysterious Island. Oh, God. So he just really and, loves uh, The Rock. Yes. <laughs> and his debut film, Cats and Dogs, oh. The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. I remember that movie. Wait, is that the first or second one? Is That's the second, the second one. one. That's yeah. the second one. Oh, and the dogs are the secret. Oh, my. And there's a ninja cat in the front. This entire movie just flooded back to me. Holy crap. <laughs> I totally forgot this existed. Do you ever do that? Like, you, for, you forget movies existed, oh, yeah, and then all of a sudden you see, like, a preview, and you're like, I watched this, like, six times in my childhood. Holy crap. Like, I think <laughs> I have that on VHS. I'm going to go find that. No, but, yeah, I've seen the original Cats and Dogs, like, multiple times, but I never oh, saw yeah. the sequel. I've not seen I'm not that. I've not seen either, so... I, I, I feel like... Cats and Dogs is worth a watch. Is it? The original? 
the original. It's worth a watch, just just to say, just to taste. I, I doubt it. It holds up well at all. <laughs> no matter what you thought it was, a kid. Guys, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Jackie, a film I am like just greatly excited for. Um, you know, you got that period piece. You got mm-hmm. that strong female lead. You got mm-hmm. just a. a Glowing reviews, uh, by all accounts at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, that's Jackie. I don't know if I've talked said the name of it yet. Uh, it is the... Uh, it's, like, after the assassination of JFK, it's about, uh, of course, his wife, Jackie, uh, played by Natalie Portman, uh, and directed by Pablo... Ortiz. No. I'm so bad at names. Okay, here we go. Pablo... La- Lorraine. Pablo Lorraine. Has he directed anything else noteworthy? Uh, nothing I've ever heard of. Is... Some movie called The Notebook. Oh. <laughs> he <laughs> made Naruda, The Club, No, and some foreign films, it looks like. Okay, so yeah, I don't... But uh, all in all, th- this is one I've been looking forward to for a while. Uh, just because it hits on all those points, you know, all those things that I love in movies. Um, I don't know. What do, what do you guys think? I mean, it looks like Natalie Portman's giving a great performance. Mm-hmm. I could see this in contention for Oscars, for acting Oscars. I don't know if I see a Best Picture nom the way things are shaping up. Well, here's the thing. Overall, what will be nominated for Best Picture at this point? You got La La Land. That's the only yeah, one. That's La La guaranteed. Land is probably going Star Wars to just a, win Star Wars a New Hope. <laughs> Star Wars Rogue One. <laughs> a New Hope. Not even the one that comes out this year. Nope. <laughs> a, a New Hope. They're going to retroactively give it Best Picture. <laughs> They're going to be like, you know what? We, we totally forgot about this movie when it came out. We got to put it back. No, it was nominated for Best Picture. Oh, was year. it really? Yeah. I think it lost to... Uh, I, I have to remember now, but anyway, continue talking about Jackie. Yeah, I won't be seeing this. This does not look like my kind of movie or interesting to me. But that's just who I am. So, all right, I'll be sure. <laughs> can't can't fault you for not Karen. wanting to see all these movies. Yeah. Um. Now I don't want it to burn me, though, Aaron. Do you understand me on this? I don't want this film I to burn me. I don't understand you. I've been burned recently by oh Rocky won nineteen seventy seven. That's right. Ah. I've been burned cool. by a film recently that's kind of like Jackie, but not really. So, you know, I don't want to I don't want to feel that again. But uh by all accounts this is going to be pretty but, great. No, it was it was Annie Hall that won Why does it the say? Oscars the year of Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars came out in 77 though. Yeah. So why does it say Rocky Did you search won. for the right year? Because the the Oscars usually <gasps> mm, the Oscars those right. would be for the seventy six films. That's right. That's right. If the ceremony took place in seventy seven. That is right. Annie Hall. I have not seen Annie Hall. I, uh, I haven't either. Asked for <laughs> it for for Christmas, so maybe I'll I like. Really? I like. I kind of want to see it because it got so much acclaim and then every time I look at it I'm like I don't know if I want to start getting into Woody Allen stuff 
It's like I've avoided it so far, and I feel like I go my whole life without ever. <laughs> like if I get into it now, he's then I'm, creepy gonna, then I'm man, stuck. Isn't he though? I mean, he's just. But Aaron, <laughs> separate the artist from the art. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Although he literally does everything in that movie, so like he's in it, he directed it, you know, it's just his movie. Um, guys, Jackie yes. comes out next week in five theaters. I hate that. And then we'll expand. But guys, if I wanted to know what we watched this week. We should probably do the what have we been watching segment. My apologies. I have a nephew named Anthony, and I know how mad he gets when I call him Anthony. <laughs> Almost as mad as I get when I think about the fact that my sister named him Anthony. At some point, you got to decide for yourself who you want to be. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. Can I open? Uh, that was a terrible transition. How about you go that die? Was, <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the most clunky transition yet. Hello, that, there was oh. no... That was like you. No, you were no a sixth grader. That's like you're a sixth grader trying to like ask this girl if you like her, and then you and then you put like, "Do you like me?" Oh, I thought you were gonna say yes. like an orange slice or something because it looked like you were doing something with your mouth. I was like, you put like the orange slice, like the John Locke smile. I know how to talk to girls. <laughs> yeah, it, do the John Locke orange slice smile because yeah. like six people will like actually understand. Yeah. That. Hey man, if Ooh. they don't understand the John Locke smile. We don't belong, you know. They're they're not worthy. No. Do you it. think maybe they're lost? Yeah, they've lost their way. Oh. David, David, open us up this week. Open. What have you been watching? <clears throat> All right. Well, I I want to like pretense this. I want to say one thing that I've watched. I'm very disappointed and ashamed that I watched. <laughs> okay. okay. So, I'm gonna say that I watched the Lions win on Thanksgiving Day. Very happy about that. We're still number one. I watched some Breaking Bad. Are watched you done sh- with this show yet? No, I literally watch an episode at a time, dude. Like, I'm on the last season. All right, I, all right. <laughs> I, I'm getting. I'm trying. I'm. Aaron is banging his stuff together on the other <laughs> You tell me you're talking to me about porn, and then you got Aaron banging his stuff on the other line. Like, I'm totally removing all this. Gonna stop so bad, <laughs> David. <laughs> what else have you been watching, buddy? Are you guys ready for this? We are. No, you're not. Breathe. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Okay. Ready? So. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I watched one of the David Blaine. Oh God! Um, oh, Netflix no. things. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why? Uh, because I went over uh, to Marisa's and she was sick, and she's like, "I want to watch this." I was like, "Well, you're sick. I can't really <laughs> argue like, with no. you." No, <laughs> you're sick. You can't think straight right now. We're not watching David why, Blake. <laughs> why do you guys have like, like, why are you holding? Why? You, why are you not into David Blaine, I guess? Because uh, both of you are like, oh. Uh, well, so... to preface this, Aaron and I have been watching a lot of David Blaine videos recently. <laughs> and by that, yeah. I mean I've been forcing Aaron to watch David Blaine videos. I don't, 
I I think I think they're just so stupid. I'm like, okay. I think this is this is magic, bland, guys. He's a bland performer, yeah. and the overreactions from his celebrity guests are just way too staged. Yeah, it's just annoying. Especially that Aaron Paul yeah, one. He doesn't really have a pers- He doesn't really have a personality. He's like, so I'm gonna take this knife and shove it into my so... and shove it. No, 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 and shove it into my neck. And then I'm going to take it out. It sounds Ooh. like he's doped up on he's like, heroin. Th- this <laughs> neck I used to breathe. I'm like, no, no way. Like, do you really like? But he's just so, like, bored with everything. He's just like, hey, no, pick I'm a card. Gonna, I'm going to yeah. cough up Then I'm going to pick your card. I think I've got a frog in my throat, guys. Uh, yeah. Let me just so cough that what up. I'm going to say about David Blaine is he, his voice, I don't, like... Like I, I don't understand. You can like how David Blaine. We're just giving him crap. <laughs> some of his tricks, oh, some of his card tricks. I'm like, okay, like whatever. But like some of the things he does, I'm just like, real creepy. I'm sure there's some explanation for it, but I don't know. Well, there's definitely yeah, there. There gonna... is an explanation <laughs> yeah. for all of that. He's not a real magician. <laughs> Just, well, just, well, what is a real magician? Like, aren't all magicians like magicians that use sleight of hand? Like, what, what do you I, consider I mean, real, like, like, I mean, like the actual not, mystical he's arts? He's not doing real magic. <laughs> There's no real magic in it. That's what I'm trying to say. Except for Chris oh, Angel, I, he's a mind freak. Who? Yeah. You know who Chris Angel is? Oh, Chris Angel. He's right. like a ripoff oh. of David Blaine, but like with a personality at least. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Did you like the special? I think I've seen the one you're talking about because my dad is like obsessed with David Blaine. Like it was all right, and like I thought, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by his slate of hand and his ability to pull off his street. Like obviously we're not there, but like to pull off his street magic and the actual street and just like oh like pull out. Obviously some things are staged, but in the reactions, but like. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm saying that a lot of his sleight of hand is pretty, like not so, like it's very well done. And I can't explain how he does stuff. Does he have an awful personality? Yes, he does. <laughs> wow, we're just really <laughs> railing on David Blaine right now. Well, but, but, good. but when I was sitting there, I was like, "Why am I watching this this spear go through your hand?" But like, I want to know if it comes back out, so I'm going to keep watching. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. It wasn't bad. He got you. It wasn't bad. I was just like, I really want to know how you did that. I'm not. I'm not gonna go like look up more David Blaine stuff. But I wasn't like. (laughs) I just do that to torture Aaron. (laughs) David Blaine is Aaron's Harambe. (laughs) Think of it. What else you got, David? Uh, I watched Star Trek Into Darkness. Whoa. And, uh, yep, thank you, Jacob, for letting me borrow it. You're Very welcome. surprised with it. I believe it is better than the first. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Which is hard. You, don't, you disagree, Aaron? I disagree. Suck. But that uh, might be, you probably haven't seen the original Star Trek Wrath of Khan movie. No, I haven't. Right? And Lacey hadn't either, so that might be the deciding uh, factor. I hadn't seen it, but, like, I knew that Khan was, like, a person in Star Trek lore or whatever. I'm like, oh. But... Yeah, I, I'm just saying though, but still, that that the elements they do copy, okay. it, you're just kind of like, eh, 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 it kind of okay. 
Thanks for moving on. Knowing my minimal Aaron knowledge of Star David. Trek, meaning I've seen the the new one and then the the sequel to the new one, mm. I think the sequel is better than the first one with my two movie knowledge. I agree. I think Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. I, I was like, oh crap, he's in this movie. Didn't even realize. I was like, great job. Um, he did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. And yeah, I'm excited to borrow the third one now. Oh yeah, I'm excited for you to see Beyond because you'll just be like, "Why does this movie work? Why does anything in this movie work?" Also, now, Aaron, you can mm-hmm. probably answer this. So the blonde-haired uh, woman in Into Darkness mm-hmm. just doesn't return in Beyond, even though they're like she's mm-hmm. gonna be a big part of the next one. And she's just not in it? Why was that? Is that the, the Admiral's daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I looked into this, and apparently, basically, Simon Pegg, who co-wrote the script for the third movie, basically said, uh, we didn't put her in there because we felt like we couldn't do her character justice in the time we had we had uh, available to us. Like, we, were, we had so much going on with all these other characters that we didn't feel like we had a storyline worthy of her. So we figured we'd just, like, shelf her for this sequel, and then maybe we could bring her back when it was more appropriate. Ah, uh, okay. Which, I mean, isn't the best answer. Which scares me, though. Because... It scares me for a character in 3. Because I like what? this character in 3. I hope she returns. Right, but I feel like that's kind of, like, the awkward thing, where it kind of feels like they're reluctant to have too many female characters, and and you have to wonder yeah. if something else is going on here. Weird. Which is odd, considering Star Trek is usually so progressive in its casting. Yeah. Anyway, David, what else have you been so, watching? I watched, which I forgot how much I love this movie, but it is one of my favorite movies, and uh, I know Aaron agrees with me on this, and it is Jack oh, yeah. Black's probably one of his top three roles. Uh-huh. Nacho Libre. Oh, yeah. My goodness, I haven't laughed that hard in a very, very long time. Because, like, I was, I went home for Thanksgiving. It was, like, the night before Thanksgiving. And I was with my little sister. And I was, like, looking through movies. I was like, oh, Michelle, let's watch Nacho Libre. She's like, okay. The, the children. I, like, I, I want to quote Jacob. You have not seen this movie, right? Or you I, I watched half of it. And I was like, nope, I'm, 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 the, I'm out. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Oh god, the, the chips for the oil. oh! I just lose it. I can't. <laughs> Where's the chips? This has no flavor. <laughs> I, I I love this movie, so I I want it now. I want it for Christmas. I agree, I do agree with you. You are correct because this movie is amazing. I like like the way it's shot well. It's Jack Black puts a, like an Oscar worthy performance. Oh yeah, <laughs> the whole movie could have just won an Oscar. Shut um, I don't even know what came out, what year it came out, and what won that year. But now I'm gonna look this up while you keep talking. But um, oh god, like there's, <laughs> I just love this movie. He's like when he writes her the letters, like I'm going to go into the wilderness, and then all of a sudden the kid just shows up in the wilderness. He's like. How did you find me? He's like, I saw you from the village. He's like, oh, because then he's just like literally right outside this house. He's just like, oh my god! And then they got a train in order to like toughen themselves up. And I don't know who like the co-star is, like just the the homeless dude. 
Oh, I don't know either. But um, just like so this so if you think about like the story, just like without like like from afar, like oh, so imagine pitching this idea. So like, there's this monk, and then there's this homeless guy. They're gonna team up, tag team wrestling. They're gonna take on the world. Like imagine just trying to pitch that to people, and then people are like, "All right, we need Jack Black for this." Like, just phenomenal. I, I love this movie so much. Now, Aaron, you're gonna tell the me the Departed, the the Departed one that year, and I think Nacho Libre oh. is better than the Departed. I haven't gonna, seen the Departed, but technically, I, I mean, wait, didn't say that. No Country for Old Men win that year? Are you looking at the right year again? Yeah, 2007. Oh no, it was 2006. Oh god, you're right. Departed. <laughs> so anyway. bad at this, Lacey. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Gosh. All right, David. What else you got for us? My final movie that I'm very ashamed of watching. Oh god, here we go. I thought it was the David Blaine special. Yeah, I thought it was too. Of. Honestly, <laughs> so that's no, why I was so quick to jump on bashing him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let, let me let me just tell you tell you a story. I'm at work, uh-huh. and I gotta do the mail at work, so I get on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, what well, I'm sure, but and you know, obviously, how there's those no clickbait. You're yeah. not. You didn't watch what I think you watched. Yes, I did. There's this clickbait, and boy, I was like, what is this? It is the entire B movie, but every single time they say B, the movie speeds up. I watched that too. <laughs> Is it like the seven minute video? It's like seven. It's like a seven minute video. I was like, I was like, the entire B movie is seven minutes. I'm like, no way. Yeah, because they say but, B so often. But oh my, I can't believe I wasted seven minutes of my life I know, watching me too. this. I was like, I can't but stop now. I'm halfway through. <laughs> but guess what? what? I watched the entire B movie. Yeah. I was like, I this is still an awful movie. But like, how did this woman fall in love with this B? But like, yeah, what is this movie? Because like I di- I didn't watch that one, but I watched the one where it's just did in three minutes sped up, and then uh, all of a sudden no, like no, no. he's the... falling in love with this human woman, and then he like goes to court for like half the movie, and I'm like, what? Who okayed this? He sues humans for taking the honey. I've seen this film. <laughs> it's not good. Oprah's but, in it. But Oprah, Jerry Seinfeld. But but yeah, so that so I wasted seven minutes of my life watching. Uh, like I think I'm like, yeah, that's the best way to watch a movie. Like entire how long is that? <laughs> no, like an hour and that's not the best way like to watch a film. Hour and a half for a crappy kids movie watching in seven minutes. That's a good. That's a good deal. But like what? It ends like right after he gets out of the hive, like the very beginning of the movie, because there's all these people screaming B over and over again, and so it just keeps speeding up. And the whole like last 40 minutes of the movie, or even more, probably like the last hour of the movie, is just zoop, done. It's like, okay. I don't know how this has become a meme. I don't know why the B movie people... of all movies became a meme. but Because it's like... Because people go, oh, like, fall in love with who you want. And it's like, oh, when did, like, bestiality start becoming a thing? And it's like, this guy, the bee, like... What? Because they go, oh, this woman falls in love with this bee and blah, blah, blah. And, like, at the very beginning of the movie, I forgot that they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to go to this dude's funeral. It's like, no, he stung someone. Of course I'm not. I was like, oh, wow, this dude's harsh. Like, effort. But, yeah, so that is what I watched this week. All right. <laughs> 
Aaron, I'm not you Aaron unless one technically qualifies. Yeah, I, uh, entire, I watched an entire movie. It definitely Aaron, qualifies. Aaron, yeah. uh, you said you had kind of a shorter list, so do you want to go next? I guess, because, yeah, I have a very short list this week and a very unconventional oh. list for me, I suppose. Mm. Also, The Walking Dead. Mm. I'm still not caught up. What are you doing? I Spending his time I on things. AMC <laughs> won't let me log into their website. And I'm like, fine. Just use the excuse that it's not good. <laughs> That's a better one. But he, he still watches Once Upon a Time. He can still <laughs> watch Walking point. Dead. That's a good point. Because because I said what what was the I sent him a tweet, um, what was it, Aaron, about the uh, Once Upon a Time? It was something about, about just like how every episode is them like, oh, we're gonna be trapped here forever, and then like fifteen minutes later they're free or whatever. Yeah, Something and like I go, that. I'm like, is this really how it is? And he's like, huh. yeah. I'm like, and you still watch this? <laughs> I was like, okay, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, Aaron. I do. What's your unconventional list? Right. So yeah, obviously this past week was Thanksgiving break. Mm, mm. I'm not sure when this podcast is going to come out, but when we were recording this this past week was yeah. Thanksgiving break, and so I didn't really watch a lot or watch a lot on my own. But I did watch a few things. Mm. I watched like four or five episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Oh, fun. Because like, I, t- I take the bus home. And mm-hmm. like, usually on my bus ride, I'll like, Amazon lets you download episodes <laughs> on the go. And so usually I'll download X-Files. And I'll watch yeah. some X-Files to get through that series. Because I'm still trying to make it through that series, even though I haven't watched an episode in like, a couple months at this point. Right. But they took the X-Files off Prime. Oh, what? So I, so I had to find a new show. And I was like, hey, I was watching Star Trek Voyager for a while. And then I gave up in like the second, halfway through the second season because it was really boring. And I was like, there's too much of this. So I was like, I'll, I guess I'll pick that up again. So I watched five more episodes of that. It was actually, I'm not sure if it, that's like the point where the series picks up. Or if it was just I was in a Star Trek mood, but there were some solid episodes. And I was like, I kind of feel like I want to get back to this series now. Nice. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll be watching more of it in the future. But maybe not, because maybe we'll be like the X-Files. And I'll just be like, I'll I'll get into it for a while. And I'll be like, nope, this is really boring again. And then just drop it for like a month. So slow. So, yeah, I watched that. And then for movies, Mm -hmm. I watched... uh, the Triple X movies. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're coming out with another one, aren't they? They are indeed. They're going out with so another one. I've seen the, the one. first one. The first one's with Vin Diesel, and the second yeah. one is with Ice Cube, right? Yes. And sec- I need to watch the second one still, because is- isn't the second one on Netflix? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. It is. But yeah, I watched, I had not seen either of them before. And then, they, but there was like a marathon on TV where they showed them back to back, and I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm watching these." And uh, I mean, they're they're terrible. They're just <laughs> so bad. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Obviously, Vin Diesel's performance in the Pacifier trumps the Triple X movie. He hasn't seen the Pacifier. <laughs> I got I. Got so many laughs out of Vin Diesel, like trying to act in this movie. <laughs> it's just like, like his reaction faces to everything, all of them are 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 perfect, Oscar worthy right here. How did Vin Diesel become an actor? 
I don't know. That's the real question. No one knows. No. No one one really knows. You can't say much about Vin Diesel, but you can say he's gotten better since uh, he started. Like, he's decent in Fast and Furious 7. Which isn't saying much. (laughs) I gotta say, though, like, these Triple X movies... Mm-hmm. They're very similar to the Fast and Furious movies in a yeah. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, really terrible acting, yeah. nonsensical plots, and just over-the-top action. And you're like, okay, I can see the appeal now. You know? But I mean, like, they're really terrible, but I understand why people would want to watch them. But Fast and Furious 7, good film. No. Yes. The plot is horrendously awful. Yeah. That's that's the point. It's only saving grace is that it it managed to wring an actual emotional impact out of its uh, final scene. But Aaron, that's but that was the point, isn't that your? That's like the uh, isn't only your, redeeming quality of the movie. Isn't that your uh, your argument for the Neon Demon? That that's the point. The the plot is supposed to be great. That's not the same thing, <laughs> isn't it? Though, isn't it though? <laughs> no, because. I'm just, I'm not, just giving, it shouldn't I'm, be that complex of a plot to begin I'm with. I'm just giving you a hard time. I, I really, I realize it's not good. So yeah, the Triple X movies, both of them terrible and yet great at the same time. Mm. I mean, mm. both, both Vin Diesel and Ice Cube just give like the worst performances. Like they're barely even trying. Well, no, Vin Diesel's trying too hard. Ice Cube's not trying at all. That's. <laughs> Basically, the only difference between these two movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So yeah, that's what I uh, that's what I watched this week. Watch some yeah, Star Trek. And... What? You Just, watched yeah. some Star Trek and six X, six X's of a movie. Yes, pretty much. I mean, like I said, it was a light week because I was home for Thanksgiving break. Right. So yeah, well, guys, can't say I'm gonna go see the uh, third Triple X movie in theaters, God. but might I have like to catch it on DVD I feel like at some you're point. Inclined to know. I mean, I, I, yeah, almost. <clears throat> guys, <They've> sold me. <laughs> now, see, Aaron, he has to go home to be home for the holidays. I'm always home, so instead of being with my family, which I did do, but I mostly just escaped away from them. He also went Black Friday shopping. I also went Black Friday shopping with David. We got some good deals on some Blu-rays. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> we'll talk about a couple um, that I got. Um, all right. Let's start. I have seven movies, guys. Two of them I'm not going to talk very much about. Um, let's start with Moonlight, the film Aaron has seen. Uh, Indeed. Really, really great, actually. Um I mean, I expected to like it. I didn't expect for me to be, like, moved by this film. I was like, wow. All right. I mean, I don't know what there is to say more than what Aaron has already said about it, really. Um, it, it's a good example of the power of film, I think. Because it's like, here is a situation that I personally will never be in. Um, being a white, straight male, like, it, I will not have those experiences in my life, but the power of film is to, like, put yourself in their shoes. You, you get to live other experiences. 
and makes you a better person through it if you take to it, I suppose. And I mean, I'm sure there are people who see this and be like, <laughs> so dumb, dumb movie. But uh, those people, whatever. Um, but overall, really, really powerful film. Um, one that I hope is in contention for Oscars. At least. I feel like it's a guarantee for best picture. Yeah. And I, I hope you agree with me now that you know that someone, one of the actors from this has to be nominated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and, totally agree. Like, pick I, any of them. I think the they teenager all be worthy. was probably my favorite. The teenage version of our lead um, is probably my favorite. Just because that was the section of the film that I, like, thought was the best. I, I, like, the opener, great. The ending, great. But just that middle section where like everything kind of comes to a head and you're like like the meat the meat not of the, the two slices of bread not the bread slices of bread no but the salad meat that meat in the middle um mm. but yeah moonlight uh if it gets a wide <laughs> release i'm sure it will probably actually so go see it if, whenever you get the chance um and aaron i'm sorry I, I, diso I disobeyed you i went to go see it um even when you told me don't drive that far but, you know, I, I went to visit Caroline. We made a day out of it. We went to go see Moonlight. All that yeah, that's a little more understandable than going yeah. 60 miles just to see that movie. <laughs> Guys, another M movie, Moana. Talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, quite <clears throat> liked it. Uh, better than Zootopia, even, I think. Um, really? Yeah, and I do love Zootopia. You really, you really like Zootopia. Yeah, but oof, Moana, man. Um this is them understanding how to make... This is like the Doctor Strange of Disney movies. Like, they know. They know how to make these movies good, and they're going to throw everything at you that makes them good. You want a animal sidekick? There you go. You want a, you want a lovable lead actor playing the, the male lead? Oh, here's Dwayne Johnson at you. Uh, <laughs> you want great songs? Let's give you some Lin-Manuel Miranda. Here we go. Oh, God. This movie is really good. Um, so, and Aaron question. said Aaron said he didn't want to know of any particular songs that are good, but I will say, Lin Manuel Miranda delivers every song. I'm like having a good time. So, so my question is, does um, this have a lot of social um, impacts like Zootopia? No, no, it, it's not quite the same. <laughs> It, it's I not, don't know about I mean, it anymore then. Because there's like the two Disney movies now. There's Disney princess movies, and then the year after that, there's like Wreck-It Ralph, uh, Big Hero 6, and then Zootopia. So there's kind of the two divisions. Even though Zootopia came out this year, I think they meant for it to come out last year, but they had Inside Out and Good Dinosaur. And they're like, well, let's just push it up to... Um, <laughs> The 2016, I think, is what happened. Oh, good dinosaur. Oh, it's so trashy. Like, why is that a movie that you made? Um, but yeah. Oh, man, Disney's going to have an insane year. Oh, yeah. I just realized that now. Oh, yeah. Because they have Moana just starting and then Rogue One coming. And they've already breaking broken their uh, record. Yeah. For... Man, it, they've, they fired on all cylinders this year. Uh, I mean, Zootopia... Finding Dory, which I didn't like, but made them tons of money. Um, Civil War, this freaking Jungle Book, which somehow made a billion dollars. 
you saw it. I did. I'm part of the problem. We've already established that. Uh, but yeah, Moana, <laughs> another win. I still think Wreck-It Ralph is probably their best film in this recent string of Disney wins. Um, but Moana is, is up there. Uh, I should hopefully see it this coming weekend. Ooh, so like exciting. before next podcast. Look for that one. Look, look, look up. Or, uh, look forward to that one, everybody. It's going to be a good time. Uh, let's move on to the next film. Um, so, the day I went to go see Moana, it was a Wednesday. I watched three movies that night. In um, theaters? No, 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 just... no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, well, then that's just a regular night, lazy. Oh, I have more movies than I thought, because I didn't even write this one down. Um, Eye in the Sky. Oh, okay. Um... Aaron, you've talked about this one already, too. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, definitely not near the top of the list, but it was enjoyable and terrifying at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gavin Hood proves he can direct a good film, uh, you know, after the monstrosity that is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the tension from scene to scene... Even though it's just a bunch of people kind of talking and, and like talking about like, well, is, it, is it right? Should we do this? Should we do this? It, the, the tension is there throughout the whole thing. And that's mostly just due to like absolutely great performances. Uh, Helen Mirren, great. Aaron mm-hmm. Paul, great. And of course, yeah, Mr. Severus Snape himself uh, turning in his, his final role, which is, was sad to watch. But uh, Mr. Alan Rickman, we will miss you. Um, was he retiring? No, he's dead. <laughs> oh, I, I was really confused. My bad. Sorry, Harry Potter fans. Whoops. Sorry, pop culture. I'm not up to date. You Sorry, know like movie fans. Like Alan Rickman has had such a huge career. Wait, who who was he? Like Snape? in the Snape, Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber. Yeah. In in Die Hard, yeah. have you seen Die Hard? I hope you see yeah. Die Hard. Okay. I was like, I thought he was going to say no, and I was going to lose it. <laughs> no, one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Oh, We've already established that, that, Yeah, that's true. We'll talk about that later, Christmas movies, I think. I mean, we're going to have to. Christmas is coming. Well, it's Die Hard. We've already established Well, this. well there's some other We already ones. have, it's Die Hard, Home Alone, Elf, oh. and Jingle All the Way with Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> what? No. That, I, I wouldn't that even put Elf on that more. list, personally. Um, huh? Yeah, I don't like what? Elf. It's a great list. You all also in that movie. Elf is too what's Christmassy. His name? It's too Christmassy. I'm like, hey, get that out of my face. You and your Christmas political agenda. Buy more toys. <laughs> Love your family. No thanks. <laughs> uh, anyway, Die Hard. Die Guys, hard we're gonna. This is, this is a whole other episode. <laughs> you're, you're wasting our material here. Um, but yeah, Iron Man Three. Iron Man Three. No, I just <laughs> any Shane Black film. Um, all right, Medea's wonderful Christmas. Wonderful whatever Christmas. that movie's called. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I I don't know. All right. Well, that's Eye in the Sky, I guess. Uh, we already talked about it on a prior podcast. But Aaron, I will say, I honestly don't think they kind of showed their hand at the end of what they were pushing for. I think they actually display both sides 
pretty well at the end, even. So. I think it was really just the music choice. Oh, okay. I think that I felt that gave it away. Okay. I see. Yeah. Well, that scene is sad, no matter how you spin it. That that's a horrible thing. Well, true, but I think it still should have been colder. <laughs> okay. I mean, it sounds terrible to say, but I feel like. All right. That I don't know. I think the Alan Rickman speech that he gives, I'm like, all right, I see what Aaron's talking about. But then there's the Aaron Paul scene right after, and I'm like, okay, then that's kind of the other side of it, um, that it's messed with this guy for the rest of his life, probably. Um, yeah, let's move on. David, we're done. We're, we're done. He, he took out his headphones as if we were talking spoilers when really we weren't. Um, we weren't talking spoilers. <laughs> uh, let's move I on to another E movie. <laughs> Elvis and what? Nixon. Um, oh, you're just catching up on all these Prime films. Yeah, I really am. I'm, I'm busting them out before my uh, free membership runs out. Uh, Elvis and Nixon. Eh, that was funny enough. Right. Uh, had That's some good cool. lines. and I think Kevin Spacey gives an awesome Nixon. Uh, <laughs> just... it That opening scene, like right before the opening credits, I'm like... I'm going to like this movie. Whether or not it's good, I'm going to enjoy my time with it. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure how I felt about uh, Shannon's performances. Elvis, eh, I wasn't uh, too hot on it. I was like... He, yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> he's not even playing Elvis. <laughs> it's like he didn't know who Elvis was before he played it. I was like, mm, all right. But that story, man, is just one of the strangest stories in history. It's like he wants a medal to to go undercover and then never uses it. <laughs> like, or did he? Maybe he's still using it to this day. Maybe Elvis lives on the moon now, though. I don't think there's too many drugs on the moon. There's there's all the drugs. All the drugs. <laughs> Guys, I want to talk about Mean Girls for a second because I watched Mean Girls again because. I okay. got it. I got it. Uh, $4 on Blu-ray for Black Friday. And uh, I watched it. That was your big deal? That was that was the big deal? There are several big deals. Only one other one that I've watched this week, though. There was a lot of big deals. There were some I, big deals. I went deals. out. I didn't see anything, really. We got Call of Duty Ghosts for $5. No. <laughs> what? We got Call of Duty Ghosts for $5. It was like... Okay, oh, Jake. <laughs> sure. Jake, I beat it. Oh, nice. Um, but anyway, that's video games. We're not there. Um, mean Girls. Second best Lorne Lanning produced film, I'd say. Because, of course, Hot Rod is the best one. Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going with that, but sure. Yeah. But uh, Mean Girls, consistently good. Every time I watch it, laugh out loud. Uh, it's just always... Shocking to me how evil. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, what's her name? I always forget. Rachel McAdams' character is in that film. Just she does some evil stuff, and then it's just okay. I guess we kind of forgive her at the end for some reason, for, even though she's evil. But whatever. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Tim Meadows though. Tim Meadows is outstanding in that film. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. 
right. Well, let's just say, if you haven't seen Mean Girls, stop the podcast. Go watch Mean Girls. Return later. That's really funny. True. Guys, I want to talk about a big disappointment in my life. Um, his name is Aaron Hahn. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Big bis- disappointment for a film. A- anyone I know? No, I, I don't Do know if you guys know him or not. Uh, oh. <laughs> big disappointment film-wise. Uh, it's called Rules Don't Apply. My God, it's not good at all. <laughs> I could have told you that without even having seen it. <laughs> there are good parts of this film. They're outweighed by the overlongness of it. I mean, it's not two hours and 40 minutes like we thought last week, but still, two hours and seven minutes, way too long for this story. Way too long. Uh, they completely misbuild it in the trailers. Like They're like, hey, uh, this is a movie about this uh, love story here. I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. But no, it's really just a movie about Howard Hughes. That's like all the movie's about in the end. You get like 30 minutes of like the interesting love story, and that's just all Howard Hughes. No, I mean, we already have a Howard Hughes film. We don't need another one, Warren Beatty. We, we don't need another one, but uh, he, he went for it anyway. Uh, complete misuse of talent in this one. Alec Baldwin is in three scenes, uh, and that's it. Why did you get Alec Baldwin if you were only going to use him for three scenes? Um, gosh, Ferris Bueller, what's his name? Matthew Broderick. Uh, I mean, he's throughout, in it throughout the movie, but he only has, like, one scene where I'm like, this is why you got Matthew Broderick. Okay, this is a great scene, but everything other than that, I'm like, well, this could have been anyone. This didn't have to be Matthew Broderick. Uh, True. Alden, but... Alden Enreich is how I'm deciding I'm going to pronounce his name, because I think that's right. He's at least good throughout. I'm like, okay, Alden, you're Han Solo. I'll give you it. Um, but Lily Collins, just... I don't know if it's just the material they gave her, or just... We her. might have to accept at this point that she's just a bad actress. I think you're right. Honestly, I think you're right about this one. She's just not very good. She's had enough chances. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's rough. It's a rough film. Um, would not recommend it to anyone, really. Uh, below the Neon Demon for me right now. And that's, that's hard to do at this point. Oh, so that high? <laughs> yeah, yep. Number one, Neon Demon. Never. Never will that be higher than, like, the 40s. Um. <laughs> the 40s? Yeah, the 40s. I have, like, 50 movies now. I know, but still. Yeah. So do I. Not, no, you don't. You have 49. Hey, I'm beating you know Aaron in the race I'm now. Come, I have, I have just wait till next week. Mm-hmm. Just just wait. I've got Actually, fire. probably not, because I have a lot of stuff. I have to finish Mad Men and write papers. Yeah, i got to work on my big editing project for next week. Um, but rules don't apply. Uh, the uh-huh. rule does not apply to this movie. Don't go see it. Don't know how that worked, but I'm going to say it. Um, they couldn't even get me with a period piece, Aaron. They couldn't even get me with a period piece. I watched two movies today, boys. Both comedies. Amateur. 
Hmm? <laughs> I said amateur, but... Oh, yeah. Two, both comedies. Uh, one of them a way goofier comedy than the other ones. Uh, I watched Central Intelligence today. Um, I, this is another film I got for $6. The same price as renting. So I'm like, I might as well just own it at that point. <laughs> I watched the theatrical just... edition. I did not watch the unrated. I, don't, I can't speak on that version of the film. But the theatrical version... I quite liked it, actually. It wasn't good, but it was fun to watch, you know, Dwayne Johnson and uh, Kevin Hart just kind of pal around for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell they were having fun, and the movie's not egregious. It's not the Grown Ups 2 effect, where they're all having fun, but everyone else is dying inside as a side effect. Um, mm-hmm. I, I see this as one I watch again, actually. Uh, you know, just kind of put it on the background, do some work behind it or something. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I expected it to be way worse than it was. Maybe it was just my expectations. But uh, that's, Or maybe it's just that The Rock always makes an entertaining movie. He really does. Like there, He makes every movie he's in like ten times better. Like if this was Kevin Hart and Vin Diesel, I'd be like, no, no. Vin Diesel, stop. Um, yeah, The Rock just plays it so weird in this movie, though. Like, he's legitimately creepy sometimes. And you're just kind of like... Hey, he's the sexiest man alive, he okay? Is. Well, that's true. Even his weird CGI monstrosity of himself is pretty sexy, so... That's the, that's the picture they should have used for their yeah. cover. <laughs> and I was right. They should, no, they should have used the Scorpion King, the terrible like PS2 <laughs> level graphics. Oh God, yeah. I, I was right though, Aaron. You do get to hear a little bit of Dwayne Johnson singing in this one. So oh, yeah. it's a, that's a little teaser for Moana, I think. Um, or vice versa, really, for me, because well, yeah. I'm probably going to see Moana yeah. long before I see Central Intelligence, if I see it. I don't know. I've heard good things. Yeah, I, no, I, I it's not good. It. It's like Keanu. Uh, I think I put it like a couple below Keanu, but it, it's like that same level of, of comedy. Uh, I, I thought Dwayne the Rock Johnson was naked in too much of it. <laughs> oh man! But David, he's the sexiest man alive. Yeah, I, I did see that article today. Um, but there, there there are some like great cameos as well. So I think you you should see it. Aaron Paul. Well, Aaron Paul is not really a cameo. He's in the top build. There's uh, some Jason Bateman in it who's just... God, If the, the, I don't think there's one movie that's worse because Jason Bateman's in it. I, I can't think of one. <laughs> it's just an enjoyable guy. Um, all right. Moving on to a movie that was lower on my list, but I moved it up. I think it's like number four now again. Uh, Hail Caesar. Watched it again today. God, this you is... moved it up that high? Yeah, man. I love it so much. I love this movie. I I can't explain it, but every time I watch it, I'm like, yes. Like, you see, this is the test of a great film, I think. You watch it, and you see new things every time. You learn new things. You're like, oh, that's an interesting subtext there. Maybe um, maybe just the test of if you're paying attention the first time. Oh, man. Well, I, that too, but... That's all I do when I watch this movie. I, I'm paying attention. I'm watching the would that it were so simple scene. I'm just like, oh, loving that. Oh, God, that scene is so good. Um, but just like... 
the undertones of like communism and uh, like like deterministic, uh, you know, uh, what's oh predestination, kind of like a predestination idea the whole time that's kind of like seeping through the whole thing. Um, I, I don't know, man. There's just something about this movie that I just keep going back and watching it like every month or so, and I'm like. God, it's there's something here. There's something here. I honestly see this becoming like a cult classic film. Um, I think this will really grow on people the more they watch it. Um, it's, but it's grown on me. Even, I mean, I've loved it since I first saw it. But either way, mm. um, yeah, those are my movies. Uh, now let me let me tell you, I watched some more of that Community. Not much. Two episodes. Um, and they are frozen. They're they're gone, everyone. So wave goodbye. Wave goodbye, podcast listeners. Dave and Aaron are, have hit the road. Um, you know, it, it's sad whenever someone leaves the podcast. Uh, but, you know, the, the show has to go on either way. And uh, now that Aaron and David are dead, I think this is really... Oh, and they hung up. Oh god, I think I uh I think I really insulted them. Let's call them back. Let's see how they respond to a call back from me. Show us two or something. Oh hello guys. Podcast is here. We're, all, we're hello. We went on another journey together to find you. Um I think I Aaron's like dead inside or something. I I don't know what the Hey Jake. Yeah. You know that you thing here? you sent me on Twitter today? Yeah. Uh, I sent that to Malik, and he goes, tell me why I was just listening to this song today. I'm like, I don't even know, man, but it's too lit. Anyway, uh, guys. Aaron, did you hear the thing about Community? Yes, I heard that you watched two more yeah, episodes. Well, I watched and two more episodes. Cut out. Um, still not on it as much as you are. I, I'm, I'm hoping. Every time I watch a new episode, I'm like, I'm hoping. This is where it hooks me. But uh, the, the Jack Black episode, I actually quite liked that one. I was like, oh, it, I bet it's strongly about Nacho Libre. No, it's not. Then you got that, uh, God, Marley and Me. Why can't I ever? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. He's like the most forgettable actor in Hollywood. But <laughs> <laughs> that Owen Wilson cameo, A plus, mm-hmm. A plus, guys. Um. And then watching an episode of Always Sunny I'd never seen, The Great Recession. I, I had just never seen this one, the Dave and Busters. I always hear David quoting the Dave and Busters episode, but I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And Which one I, was this? Oh, uh, the one can't get a, you can't get a high quality steak in a game setting. You just can't, Frank. You just The one where oh, Frank okay. tries to hang himself. <laughs> it's really messy. I saw this episode before Lacey did. He sure did. Look at that. I don't know if he's a true fan one. now. Yeah, I don't know if this was just when I like slept through the first time, like I fell asleep watching, or I don't know. But I just had never seen it, and now I have. It's a great episode. Yeah, I also watched the Family Fight one. Love, love me that episode. <laughs> I've actually seen many pigs eat many men. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> Guys, let's I move on. Go to the mall, taking some questionnaire. I don't know. I just. <laughs> Guys, let's move on to pitch it or ditch it. Long live Queen Elizabeth. I think it just goes to show you, you can be the fastest runner in the world, but you can't outrun the truth. 
and traffic is jammed today. Now this is a song I've been working on for a while about friendship. Guys, today we're doing a Netflix show. Uh, who wants to go first this week? I mean, Aaron, go. I can, I guess. <laughs> Aaron, go. <laughs> All right, my show is not so much a show, mm. but just kind of a promotional new uh, new approach to Netflix for oh, us. All right, okay. not even a show. Interesting. So, so here's the thing. Okay, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Netflix put it been putting out some great shows, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what we always do is we always just like drop the whole season at one time. And then people can watch at their own pace. But, you know, this is starting to have problems because now people are just, like, not watching the show at the same pace. So you rent this awkward situation. You're like, hey, have you watched uh, House of Cards? And people are like, yeah. And you're like, what do you think of this episode? And they're like, no, wait, I'm only, like, two episodes in. And you're like, oh, I thought you were watching it. And you're like, yeah, but I'm this far behind. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got you. I get you. I went home for Thanksgiving, and my dad is like, I have one episode left of Luke Cage to watch. And I was like, I finished that like a month ago. And my brother's like, I haven't even started it yet. Oh, it's no. like, people are just situation. like, we're too separated. Yeah. And I think, I think we need to work to bring people back together. Okay. So what I'm proposing is what we do is we release our new shows where... We show them, we stream them live once. And then if you don't watch it then, you can never watch it ever again. Okay. You have to catch it at that exact time. All right. Watch it. And then if you miss an episode, there's no way to watch it again. Yeah. So you have to watch it when it airs. Mm -hmm. And then that way, everyone's going to be watching it together at the same pace. Interesting. Interesting. I see. But then, you know, we're gonna we're gonna want to uh you know, pad out some time just so uh people can, you know, then take breaks. Cause you know, at Netflix usually if you're binge watching, you can pause it if you need to take a break or something. Yeah. But we're not gonna have that if we stream it live. So we're gonna need to take breaks in the show now. Oh gosh. Okay. And we're going so to then like need to fill those breaks with something. So what we're going to do is we're just going to fill those with commercials. Oh, all right. Maybe uh-huh. just trailers for our own shows. Maybe some products or anything. But, you know, it will be a nice way to generate revenue while uh, people are taking breaks from mm-hmm. our programming. Yeah. Yep. Of course. And, and, but the thing is, this is also a very risky endeavor, you know? Of because course. it's like, we got to make sure... That people are going to be watching this live, because if not, if people are watching it live, then we're not going to make any money off of it because we can't right. make any of money course. off of it at a later date. That would be dumb. So I think the thing is, we need to make sure we appeal to the widest audience possible. So we're going to have no more of that like gritty drama stuff where it's like morally questionable anti-heroes. It's like no, we can't have any of that nuance or. Uh, shades of gray kind of stuff. Fully agree. We How need to shades? 50. 50 uh, I would say uh, 52. 52 shades of gray. Just a random number. <laughs> <clears throat> so we're just gonna we're just gonna make sure everything is nice and family appropriate mm-hmm. and never makes anybody question anything. 
And then we're just going to uh, show self-contained episodes like that, where it's just like maybe at the end of it, you get like a nice moral about people helping other people, you know? Oh, I feel you. So I say we just like that. That's my proposal. I say we just change our method of business where we just show a show once at one time, can never watch it again, fill it up with a lot of unnecessary commercial breaks. And dumb it down to appeal to a mass audience. I mean, you might say, wait, doesn't that sound like we are just, you know, (laughs) going, we're just regressing all the progress we've made for like the past 50 years. We're just returning to that terrible old time when things were not great. And I say, that's just the new American way. I say it's a Netflix great again. Are we rebooting Netflix? We are rebooting Netflix. My man, my man. And this kind of, this kind of ties into me. <laughs> and, wait, we gotta we gotta figure out what his budget to do this is. I mean, it's not really a uh, show, but we need to like we we need to pay people to like reprogram this. We need money. Hmm. Um, okay, so in Marco Polo, a Netflix original series. <laughs> The one Netflix original that no one watches. <laughs> there, there's kings, and the kings have lots of gold. So it's gonna be all the gold in the treasure room. Mm. It will be plastic, but funding. you can probably palm that off as real. Exactly. <laughs> and, or, and, David. Yes. What do you got for us? So Aaron's talking about a complete overhaul of the Netflix series but on netflix when you think netflix you also you think full tv shows you think movies but you know what i think what do you think documentaries Mm. is this gonna be like your found documentary (laughs) yeah (laughs) no it's gonna be something better it's gonna be a netflix original documentary Mm -hmm. on netflix so it's gonna be netflix using a mirror looking back into itself looking back at its humble beginnings Mm. moving past those humble beginnings into a powerhouse Mm. in the movie industry and then it could say what we're looking towards in the future and then this is when we plug Aaron's beautiful idea in, and boom, it's just connected. Oh, I like it. Now, to quote one of our own show as BoJack Horseman, this show will be, this documentary will be boring unless it has an end. We need to kill Netflix to have a good end to the documentary. Um, it's just an idea. Do, okay, but do we kill... Do you kill it at the end of the documentary, or do you just kill it in the near future, or do, do you give a kill date? We give a kill date, and then the end we of the documentary it. is just a like a clock ticking down until the day we brutally murder Mr. Netflix. Wow, why, why does it have to be a Mr. Netflix? Well, Mr. and Mrs. Netflix. Yeah, why did, did sex, you sexist? Jeez, I'm sorry. Come did on, you miss, did it's you not like gender it. Netflix? It's, it's not like a thing that everyone says, Mr. YouTube, Mr. <laughs> it's totally not Only a, a real sexist tripe. people say that. Later. Oh, God. All right, fine. <laughs> Internet, I wish you could have saw Aaron's face because it was pretty funny. He was like, Only sexist people. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> 
They still can't see it when you do it. Pure disgust. <laughs> yeah, he's like trying to reenact it. <laughs> I was reenacting it for Jacob. I totally agree on this idea. I think we should just use all the profits Netflix has ever made on this. Because then when we kill it, we'll have nothing left. You know, there will be no trace of Netflix. We'll just safely bury it in the Mojave Desert. And uh, Wait, well, I, what if, I, I what have if this a documentary question. makes money? Yes. I have a question before I go all in on this documentary. Who is hosting it? Mm, good point. So I think it should be a pre-show, a prequel to the show. It could be a um, host battle between all of the big name hosts in the documentary world. And they can go through like a, a challenge course where they have to say the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy slug or like some, <laughs> they just do word twisters. That's not all a tongue day. twister. Tongue twisters, <laughs> not word twisters. They say tongue twisters. They got to go through um, vocal testing and training and see who truly is the best host? Because if this is could be the death of Netflix, we need the best host. Possible. Sure. Vin Diesel. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman and Vin Diesel team up for one night only. <laughs> Vin Diesel would be like the worst narrator possible. No one can understand what he's saying half the time. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> so yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I agree, and we're all in on this. <sighs> Guys, before that happens, though, I've been thinking a lot about some of our most popular shows. You got Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You got Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. You got Luke Cage. All mm-hmm. people no one cares about. But for some reason, everyone pretends they care about these characters. Because now they're a Netflix show. So I was thinking, one of Marvel's characters really needs another turn in the spotlight. And his name is Howard the Duck. This is going to be a show all about Howard the Duck. Now, Mm -hmm. we're not going to have him in any superhero situations. It's going to be a sitcom, much along the lines of horsing around. A show that we're probably going to make eventually once we run completely out of ideas as a company. Because everyone gets there eventually. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be Howard the Duck kind of raising three orphans. Uh, three little orphans, one, two, three. They have mm-hmm. no home or family. But then this duck says, live with me. Now they're ducking around. <laughs> oh my god, and I didn't realize what that <laughs> sounded like. Until just now. Do you not? I didn't even think about that when I was planning this. No, that's perfect. perfect. I even wrote it down and I didn't didn't even realize. You sound like me, Jacob. Just. No, that's perfect. So this show will be called Ducking Around with Howard the Duck. Now, I haven't decided yet. Maybe you guys can help me with this decision. Should it be animated? Or live action? Can we just reuse the puppet from the 1980s Howard the Duck film? I think we need to use the animation that was used in Hoodwink. The Hoodwinked animation? Because... What, what if we made the duck live action and the people animated? Oh my god, Aaron, I think you've cracked the code. 
<laughs> you know, everyone's always making like the animals animated, but this we're gonna subvert that whole thing. You know, ducking around. We ain't we ain't ducking around. I'm ducking around. You know what I'm saying? We're going I know what all, you're we're saying. We're going all in. Um. So what do you what do you guys think about ducking around? Well, I like it. it's gonna be ducking awesome. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. And I think your budget should be all the profits from the Howard the Duck movie. I think all you're those. Right. All those profits. Yep, all of them. I'm sure. I'm sure we we have some, right? Sure, some probably laying around somewhere. Residuals, maybe. Does anyone buy this movie anymore? Presumably, just to hate watch it. Uh, probably. Guys, we've got a documentary on the death of Netflix. We've got and what's here's oh yeah the new way of doing things on Netflix. And then we've got ducking around. It's going to be a great, uh, great list of programming and a new way of programming. Guys, let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Garbage day! Huh? No! Hey, guys. I already knew nothing was going to top what Aaron brought to the table last week. Uh, can't even remember the name anymore. Message from space. Message from space. How could I? How could I forget? <laughs> but I thought I'd bring a film. I think we can all equally get behind in our hatred of it. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about book adaptations before on this show. No one brought this one up. I probably should have. I mean, as much as I don't like. Uh, Mockingjay Part 1, it's not the worst book adaptation. But probably, that, but probably my least favorite book adaptation of all time, Aragon. 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 Aaron's gone? Where? Aragon. What? I'm gone? But but Aragon. I've yep. never read this book or seen this movie. Oh, you have? Oh, really? Wow. So it's Star nope. Wars. It, it's so it's he, Star Wars. It, yeah, it's Star Wars. It is Star so Wars. He, yeah, it, it's Star Wars. No, Boy, it's for real. The book it or is the Star movie? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> for real, both. Um, Don't people like, like the series, though? I, I couldn't get past the second but, one. The second but one was people sick. like Star Wars. Uh, yeah, but like, there's no dragon Star in Star Wars. Wars. No. But it's Star Wars. Well, it's also dragon. written by a 15-year-old kid, so like, obviously he's going to rip off Star Wars. <laughs> like, Was it really? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the books did get better and more original as they went on. As he grew up? As he grew up. <laughs> I could not get past the second book. It was so boring. I was like, mm, nope. I got like halfway it. through. Yeah, it's really the Maybe. third and fourth book that actually make the series into something. So this 15-year-old became a best-selling author at... By ripping off Star Wars. <sighs> now, not only is this not a great book, but also it's a bad film, and according to the IMDb trivia for this film, there are well over 50 differences between the movie and the book plot lines. 
Always a great way to do your book adaptation, guys. <laughs> like, but who is who? Who is this person writing this trivia I, fact? He's just like going through counting them all. Like, oh, his eyes were green in the book. But Imagine that was your job. Movie. Yeah, but you know, they don't need to count like all. What what do they mean by differences? Because like, eh, that's a great point. Differences like that doesn't don't matter, but. Differences like I do remember seeing this book or seeing this movie and being like, "This is not the same. This is a very different thing." Uh, but let me just read you some of this cast. We got Ed Spielers as our title man from, uh, yeah, he's he's Eric, he's um, who has also wore like a, a weird orange outfit the entire movie, and it's like, what is this costuming? Yeah, he was he was Aragon. He's also in uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, he's also in Alice Through the Looking Glass and Battlefield One. That's not a movie. It's still on his IMDb credits. So, and then as uh, Brom, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, sorry, Brom. Uh, we have Jeremy Irons. Uh, and then as Darth Vader. I mean, Galvatrix. So, sorry, I meant meant Galvatrix. We got John Malkovich. For some reason. No, Galvatrix would be the Emperor. Lacey. So then Durza would be Darth Vader. Kind of. Okay. And um, then there's also that whole, like, backstory with the one dude who's, like, might be his father, except you learn that he's not his father. Mm. In Like, the second book ends, and it's like, oh, this bad dude was his father all along. And then the third book is like, no, wait, no, we're Bra- walking back on that because it's too close to Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. Robert Carlyle from Once Upon a Time Fame playing Durza. And that was good casting. Probably the strangest thing. Like I just I guess I never realized this is who played who who played uh the dragon, whatever the dragon's name was. Sephira. Sephira. Uh Rachel Wise. Hmm. What? <laughs> like what? Okay. Um it, it's not good. It, it's, it's it's like stupid, and you're like, oh, oh, you just, uh, oh, let me guess, his mentor is gonna die. Mentor dies. Oh, let me guess, uh, this, uh, this is the one with the his brother or whatever, right? His brother, remember his brother? I don't think they find out their brothers until well, they, they the don't find it book. out. No, but that's like. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, it's his brother who's the cool rebel. Yeah. With the long hair. And he's really the, bad. He's a rebel. He's like, he's really cool. Murtaugh. Murtaugh. Uh, just really bad. Just horrible. And then you got uh, Sienna Gilroy as um, Arya. I don't know. This movie is so bad. I. I haven't seen it since it originally came out, probably. I saw, oh no, I saw it once in the theaters, then watched it on DVD, and then decided, yep, don't like it. Um, but I remember the PS2 video game, pretty fun. I remember the DS video game for it, pretty fun. Um, yep. That's all I can say about it, really. And I will probably never read the books. Real I mean, gotta say... That does have a pretty good score. Does it? By Patrick Doyle. Oh, okay. I'll That's pretty it. much the only redeeming quality of the movie, though. Because 
the rest of it is just like so poorly acted. The effects are trash. Yeah. The storyline is Star Wars. They, they were completely ripping off Star Wars, and yet their storyline is still like incoherent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Aragon. how do you mess this up? <laughs> Guys, Aragon, Aaron. Yeah, it's time for the fault in your stars, and you have the fault in their stars this week. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that. But you're wrong, and I hate you. What have you got for us? All right. Four stars. Oh, here we go. This is actually two reviews, but... Okay. Four stars. A rather full-on film. And when I say full-on, I mean full-on. Every part of of the film was either action scenes explosions or fighting or if it wasn't then it was building up for it however the had a bit of an over-the-top storyline i mean destroying london that's not fair but overall it was a brilliant action film emphasis on the action there i think i know what it is but just read me the second review first four stars if they brought back some of the same people, it would have been a lot better. Killing off the old blank was a coward's way to pay the blank and blank salaries. Blank isn't always right, but he did die hard. Hardly no one saw the last couple of movies. Now I don't know what it is. It's obviously... Um, London has fallen. But it can't be. Because no, who was in Die Hard that was in <laughs> London Has Fallen? I'm feeling that. I'm feeling London Has Fallen. I mean, we can guess it. London Has Fallen. That is incorrect. All right, give us the lead actor. London Has Fallen. <laughs> no, it. The lead actor. It's Dwayne Johnson. San Andreas. San Andreas. Nope. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Yeah, it's G.I. Joe 2 or whatever. I don't remember. Indeed, them. it is. Oh, my God. No, I do remember them destroying London now. That was really messed up. <laughs> like, that's a really messed up scene in that film. <laughs> they barely even mention it again for the rest yeah. of the film. Like, they obliterate an entire city's population, and then, like, no one ever. There's, like, no crying, or no one's like, oh, my God, all of those people are dead now. They're like, no, it's all right. Who cares? Yeah. It's like, ah, it's not America, so what do we care? Exactly. <laughs> Go Joes. <laughs> Cobra Commander, no! <laughs> that's the one, that's the one with uh, Snake Eyes. Was he in that one? He was in both of them. I don't remember the first one at all. No one does. I, I love that at the very beginning of that film, though, they completely murder Channing Tatum's character. <laughs> like, the lead G.I. Jones, just like, and you're like, oh, you're watching Yeah, that. yeah, I remember that. Like, first, yeah. like, ten minutes, like, done. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, he's gonna come back, and then, like, the movie's playing out, I'm like, oh, he's gonna come back. No? No, they just legitimately no, kill him. Well, it's, it's like the weird thing where it, like, became a lot more popular 
during the time between they were they filmed the movie and the time it was released. Yeah. So they like went back and reshot a couple more scenes with him, mm-hmm. but like they still killed him off right away. It was very awkward. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's that's so strange. I don't. It's so strange. Well, that's GI Joe: Rise of uh, Is that Rise of Cobra? Which is the second one? No, first one's Rise of Cobra. What's second, the second one's Retaliation. Oh God, what a horrible name! <laughs> They're both horrible names and both horrible movies. But The Rock does make the sequel better. He does. The Rock is enjoyable to watch in anything. Except for the Scorpion King. It's not really him. Like, it's not really the rocket. It's CGI, guys. No, that's the Mummy Returns. The Mummy Scorpion Returns. King. Sorry, is Scorpion the King is film, him. Which is watchable yes. because of him. Guys, thank you all for listening to a fairly short episode of uh, Rebooted Already Underway. Uh, we hope it's you all. It's been lit. It has been lit. If you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. Uh, you know, he's spitting those fiery Harambe memes day after day. Um, yep, yeah. sure. He's, he's really not, though, guys. Um, you can also find his blog at this clever blog name is already taken. Uh, we're working on a little something, kind of. Aaron's just been slacking on it, and, uh, you know, that's, uh... Yeah. Oh, oh. It's fine, guys. It's real. I don't, I don't even, I don't even care that much. Um, and if you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at uh, dbex15 on Twitter. If you want to find me, you can find me at Jacob Scott Music on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. Like I said, Aaron and I working on a little something. Uh, don't know when that'll officially be out, but uh, I'm working on it. Soon. Soonish, yeah. Hopefully. Probably by the end of the year, I think. That's what we're aiming for. Um, if not sooner. Uh, yeah, and if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Reboot Already Under No Reboot Already On on Twitter. I've gone for so long being good at saying that, but now I just I know. And uh, yeah, uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Thank you guys for liking uh, the most recent episode quite a bit. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, we'll see you all again next week with a brand new episode. We're gonna talk about ducking around. Stop. All right, see you guys later. Bye. Bye.